Welcome in to Potty Podcast Cinema. I am Dan. With me, as always, is Andy. And uh, Andy, two weeks in a row, we're getting able to talk about this. That's pretty exciting. I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's we almost weekly. I know. I know. I know. It'd be nice <laughs> to get back to weekly. Um, and we got so Andy. There's so much stuff out. Like we've had to take a break because you know we were blowing through Justified, but there's so many new things out. Like we haven't. It, we just started season five. I think we. We're three episodes in, but like, I forgot where we left off, and I've seen that show I don't know how many times, but there's just so many other good things that we've been watching that uh, we haven't really been able to get to it. So let's get to the stuff that we have been watching. One of the first is Ted Lasso. It's back. It's back. Yeah. yeah. It's It comes out on Tuesdays, right? Because I couldn't find it anywhere. Maybe it just I just say, new one should be, no, it's Wednesdays. It's Wednesdays. It's a new episode tomorrow. Mm, yeah. Okay. All right. So um, I was thinking it was Tuesdays also. It doesn't yeah. something come out today? Um, let me check. I can find out real quick. But yeah, maybe I thought last uh, week it Perry came Mason. out. Nope, comes out tomorrow. Maybe it's Perry Mason. Something Perry comes Mason out comes out on Mondays. Or is it okay. Tuesday? So I, I am. Yeah, I think it came out today. Okay, I already I already watched it. Yeah, it was oh, really did? good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the new Perry Mason. Okay. Have you seen it yet? Not yet. Not oh, yet. okay. So I'm just back on that one. But okay. I'm excited about it. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's talk about Ted Lasso. So we've got we're two episodes in. To season three, um, you and I were kind of talking uh, off air about how we were talking about the first episode, how it seemed a little bit different, how it seemed a little me, off. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Well, it seems like what they're doing is the first episode is setting up the last episode. Like that's basically what the whole first episode was. Is like, all right, here's all the things that are going on. They're getting ready to end it. These things are all going to come back. And basically, I think he's going to look. He misses his son. I think they're going to win it." Um, this year, I don't know. Do you think they're going to win it, or do you think they'll come in like they'll lose in the final match? Uh, you know, I I don't see them winning at all. Yeah, uh, they they might, but yeah, I I think he cares so little about it that I don't see them doing it. Yeah, um, that seems a little too Hollywood. Like they barely made, uh, not you not not being relegation, but promotion. Yeah, yeah, they barely made promotion. Like. Like they say, eighty percent get relegated just within a year. Like to have them go all the way up and beat Manchester United and all these people. Yeah, you know, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, but you never know. You never know. But to me, I think what was weird about it was it was so negative. Like it, you know, and and it is called like smells like mean spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and you know, it's Ted is kind of checked out. Like his happy go lucky mood's gone. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he, obviously he misses his son when he sends his son home. Um, and he's trying to convince himself of, you know, it's important. Like what I'm doing is important. And my son understands why I'm gone. And to be quite fair, he wouldn't see very much of him anyway, since he lives with the mom. (laughs) Yeah. But he can move to Kansas city and still see a lot more of him than living in England. Yeah. Yeah. You get to see him every other weekend for sure. So, so yeah. So that part of it, um, like I get it. Like he, he's, they're showing how depressed he is and sad he is. And and Rebecca, you know, she has to have some, uh, some kind of something to overcome. And and hers is that she is wanting to beat her ex husband, but that's why she wants to win. Like she yeah. doesn't want to win to win like they've been doing in the past. Like 
and just be happy with where she's gotten because she did get promoted. Yeah, like, she like this is a big deal. Like she got her Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, and, and now she's like, well, I just want to win so that he loses. Yeah, it seems like and she then, kind of regressed. Like because that was her biggest thing in the first season was you know overcoming what she, what she cared about Rupert, and even in the second season there was some of that. And it's like uh, she seemed like she was over it, and then she's back, and then it seemed like she's over it, and she's back. And I'm like, ah, there needs to be some more forward progress with her. Well, because in her in their defense, she was confronting sabotaging the team because she wanted to sabotage her ex-husband's team. Uh-huh. And and what she got over was, you know what, this is my team now. This yeah. isn't his team. And Ted helped her go like, this is your team and we're here for you, you know? And so she was able to like to get behind him again and apologize to Ted and bust their way back through her saying like yeah i don't care if his team wins because it's not even his team now it's mine and then the 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 twist finale is i bought a major team in the premier league which will now crush you yeah and so she's like that can't happen and so it just re-sparked the rivalry in a way that nobody saw coming just blindsided her and steals her 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 wunderkind yeah. Is it Vunderkin? Vunderkin. Wonderkin. Yeah. I know. No, they always spell it wrong on the deal on the Twitter thing. He's scrolling. Uh, so yeah. So uh, they stole him. So it did. I liked that the rivalry's there, um, and that he did what he did. I just I'm interested to see how how quickly Ted Lasso makes a decision like I'm going to go ahead and leave, or if it's the thing he says at the before the big game in the finale or what, because yeah. I think we're going to find out pretty soon that he's leaving. Yeah, I think so too. I think they end up playing Rupert in the final, and I think they just lose barely, but I think they're still pretty happy with themselves with the fact that they came in second place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what? I'll tell you I'll tell you what I can see happening is uh, uh, Rupert firing Nate yeah. for, for tying. I can see it be a tie. Oh, uh, it's got to be a tie. But in the championship, That's... you can't have a tie in the championship. I mean, I know soccer is ridiculous, but well, no, you can't no, have no, a tie in the championship. I'm, I'm talking. No, 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 no. Let me phrase that. There's not going to be a championship. I, I don't think they're going to the championship. But I think to them, the big game is they'll play these guys as the final game of the season. Okay. You know, and and it can have maybe it stops. You know what? It may be the one that kicks them back to being relegated. Well, they play them, so they play them in the fourth episode. Yeah, and no, for sure. But then also. You know, again, at the at the very end of the year, you know, if you're one of the bottom two teams, you get relegated. Mm-hmm. So they might play him again at the end of the year, which will be the game that decides if they get relegated or not. That would make more sense than than making it all the way to the championship. Yeah, it would be that they just their goal is to not get relegated. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. But yeah, I, I think it ends with him firing Nathan, and then Nathan coming over with a better attitude now and understanding and helping Roy lead the team while Ted backs out. Yeah. Um, well, they also got Zava. So that's the big thing. Zava <laughs> you, you, was going to go Zava? to uh, Manchester City, but now Zava is going to Richmond. And uh, <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, obviously everyone's excited except for Jamie because, you know, he was the star. And uh, now he's not. And he's got a terrible haircut. Uh, terrible, terrible haircut. Yeah, it's so yeah, weird. He got a butt cut. Um, yeah, that's good progression, though, for him, if he's able to, by the end, realize it's okay to no longer be the superstar and be in the Roy Kent role. Yeah. Right, now, now I'm going to be the Ooh, like veteran that, he's gonna that be knows the, what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be the Roy Kent. I like that. 
Um, yes, show is still solid. The humor is still there. I I mean, it's Ted Lasso. You're either on board with it by now or you're not. Um, interested to see how it wraps up. And it's sad. It's sad that it's ending, but I'm glad we got, and we'll talk about this later. Um, but well, might as well move to it now is the other show by the same people. And that's shrinking. We got the finale for that one. Um, and man, was that great. That was a great, we got like you texted me. It's a literal cliffhanger. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know, I right before that, which of course was the very, very last couple seconds, uh, boop, was uh, the last couple seconds of the uh, of the show. I was thinking, oh my god, this just set up as a series finale. Did we just watch a series finale? Like I was genuinely worried. I was no. like, oh no, it's over because they do have some pretty big stars in Harrison Ford, and and I mean, they wrapped up literally everything. Yeah, uh, and and that little montage at the end, I'm like, well, there's nothing left, and then and then the boop, <laughs> the boop happened, which yeah. I won't spoil for anybody, but uh, fun fun cliffhanger at the end. But uh, but how do you like how it all kind of wrapped up leading up to the wedding and everything? Yeah, I thought it did a good job. I mean, the episode is called Closure, and I thought it was very appropriate because we finally get Brian's wedding. Brian has some closure with like his dad and with his now husband. Um, Jimmy gets mm-hmm. closure about moving on from his wife and is now dating Jessica Williams. It's no longer it's no longer safe. He's uh, it's not it's yeah. not safe anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and, she, and she just like sat cr- almost crying, shakes her head no. Yeah, yeah, she's at not the wedding anymore. and Liz is like, oh, I can hear I can hear your ovaries turning or whatever. <laughs> I, I can hear your peach being greasy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, you're right. She's like, it's not safe anymore, is it? She's like, Mm-mm. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that was that was a that was a uh, lewd <laughs> twist. But uh, to see her almost hook up with the ex, and then she's in bed, and then oh and yeah, Jason Siegel's head pops up. I was like, well, this isn't one I'll be talking about with the parents. But uh, yeah, this is a good episode. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, and that was like a fun little twist on showing that you know she went back to him. So um, no, I I thought that was great. I liked the the way they handled the father because. It would be almost disingenuous for the father to suddenly be like, okay, I hated all this from the beginning, didn't talk to you for years, but no, I'm cool. Let's be your best man. Yeah. Like, and instead, it, he was like, nah, I'm just still not. You know, even after hearing the reasoning, he's like, I'm not the guy. Yeah. And then they basically like, threaten the dude to stand up, and he's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, kind of threatened. I mean, kind of, yeah, they kind of threatened, but like, you're going to, look, you can't have this moment back. You're going to regret <laughs> not being able to do this, but you probably won't regret doing it. And so, right. um, big day for Derek too. Uh, Brian remembered his name, so that was huge. He remembered his name. <laughs> yeah. Um, Harrison Ford seems like he's come to um, an agree, uh, uh, like uh, a comfortable place yeah. with his daughter and that family. And then he finally did something. Mm-hmm. He did something not finally, but he did something um, that didn't benefit him at all. It was just very unselfish in helping uh, Jessica Williams. And then. Uh, when he gets there, the guy's like, I already told her she's got the job. Well, then answer your emails because I'm going to get through this. And it's basically him telling her how great he thinks she is. And, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I, I mean, you say totally unselfish, but I, I would I would argue, like, <clears throat> he's done a lot of things that aren't necessarily selfish yeah. Yeah. For, for Jimmy. Yeah. So Jimmy, dang it, what's his name? Yeah, Jimmy and okay, Alice. Yeah, for yeah. Jimmy. <laughs> I felt wrong for a second. Uh, yeah, does, does a lot of great things for him and his daughter. Yeah, uh, at, you know, at the kindness of his heart, meeting with her behind his back, everything he can to help out, coming and helping with Sean yeah. uh, at his house. So he does nice things. That's but true. Right. He didn't. He didn't for her. She was the only person he didn't go out of the way with for her. And she mentioned several times throughout the series, like 
I know you've already got your mentorship, you know, and I'm not, I'm not your girl. Yeah. Like Jimmy's your, your guy, you know, and that you mentor. And, and she, she even did in her defense. Like, it was like, I respect that. Like, I get it. Y'all had this relationship before I showed up and all this stuff, but you have seen how dang caring and great she is from the very first episode when she basically tricks him into drinking the water by making him think it's his water. Yeah. By just leaving it near him wherever he walks. Yeah. And <laughs> just setting it down and walking away. And he's like, is this mine? Am I losing my mind? And he just <laughs> drinks it out of boredom one day. And just taking care of his hydration and driving him. And yeah, I love the... F- I I almost felt bad that that Jimmy and his neighbor... and Whatever her name is. Derek? Uh, ha- huh? Derek? No. Liz? Liz, Liz. Jimmy and Liz had to go in like, well, mainly Liz threatened him like you better go stand up for her. Yeah, you know, um, and but but his reasoning was great. Like I love him talking and just saying, "Look, I, for the women in my life that I care about, I've routinely made a point of not showing up for them, and this has to stop." So yeah. this was like, I think this is a turning point for him in all his relationships. Yeah, of being proactive to say what these people mean to him. So, yeah, I, I I'm looking forward to what they do with him season two because you know at some point he's going to leave the practice to Jimmy. Like that yeah. just feels like what's getting. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That and then, uh, Sean feels like he got his closure a little, like an episode or two ago with his father. Um, uh, Alice seems like she got her closure because in the beginning of the episode, Jimmy put away all his wife's stuff because he had moved on. She's like, you're selfish. You didn't even ask me if I had, and he's like, no, that's fair. So they went over all this stuff and she's describing her mom to Sean and that kind of helps her, get through it and she ends up wearing her mom's shoes that meant a lot to her mom at the wedding and yeah it, it was it, closure is the right the right uh title for this because that's it felt like you got a lot of closure and at the very end you get the little boop into next season and like what's going to be yeah. the issue uh because you get you, you have a, a a montage of all his all his patients like really doing just better yeah doing phenomenally better and then you get the boop and uh <laughs> So I'm interested is, to see how that. Worth the squeeze. Yeah, um. I, I do have to throw out something that I, I think I want to see if you enjoyed it, appreciate it as much as I did. But I made a big deal of uh, just how uh, what a, I mean, just like it was like a heart crushing moment at the end of the premiere that was so interesting. Where he finally, you're like, how are we going to forgive this guy for being such an asshole to his daughter? Yeah. Like, how are we supposed to forgive this character? Yeah. And he just finally breaks down and looks at her and just looks, you look, says, you look so much like your mom. Yeah. And that's why I can't handle being around you. Yeah. And then at the end of this episode, the finale, he just looks at her so happy as he's dancing and he's finally like got everything back and goes, Oh my God, you look so much like your mom. And you're like, Oh God, heart drop. Yeah. <laughs> the stomach. And you're like, that's his turn, man. He, uh, he, he was able to think about his wife in a positive way and, and his daughter in a positive way because she reminds her him of his wife and not, you know, having to stay away from her because he reminds her of her. Yeah, so, yeah that was I thought that was just that one line being used at the end of the premiere and the finale. I'm like, God, that was masterful writing. Yeah, no, it was excellent. And they are getting uh, a season two. Apple TV Plus announced it on March 9th that they will return. But, you know, who yeah, knows they, when that'll be? It just ended. But that's get to see yeah. Sean's food truck. Yeah, we will get to see Sean's food truck. That's right. Yeah. All right. All right. Moving right along. Uh, Perry Mason. So yeah, I just watched I, this early this morning. I watched Perry Mason. The because I man, I am just jonesing for this show. Like, I forget. I, I get it. 
Yeah, it's, it's been so good. good. The third episode is really good. This one takes a bit of a turn that I wasn't expecting. Um, and I'm still kind of confused on where it's going to go. Of course, oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's interesting. Okay. It's not what you think. But it's good because it's you're kind of wondering, like, all right, well, you don't want it to be just like the last one. And right. this one is taking an interesting turn, so it won't be like the last one. It'll be its own thing. But okay. the group is still coming to, you know, they're still coming together a lot more solid. The trust is building, and um, it's still phenomenal. I Like, I cannot stop. I, I, I can't wait to get a new episode of this every single every single week. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I can't wait to watch this, and uh, they've got it. My thought process would be that they ended in a way that at the end of this season, Chris Chalk's character comes to work full-time for them. Unless yeah. that happened this episode. But he's been kind of freelancing and doing other things for other people. And, and, and now, two episodes ago, for me, the last episode, <laughs> you find out that he was basically used by Shea Wings of his character to, to take down somebody who was maybe not perfect, but was kind of beloved in their society. Yeah. In their area, so because he provided jobs and all this stuff, so uh, he was kind of furious to be hoodwinked there. Um, but yeah, I, I'm interested to see how they write all that in to to make them, you know, a quote unquote team. Yeah, uh, by, probably by the end of the season, I would think. Otherwise, I'd be kind of dragging it a long time. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I think you're going to see some of that them coming together on this. Um, yeah, I'd like to see Shea Wiggum coming over, but it makes sense that he won't. Uh, it's and it's interesting because this one, it looks like so Detective Holcomb, Holcomb played by Eric Lang, who was like one of the main muscles in the last season. You see, he returns this year, and he's got uh, money tied up in yeah. the boat gambling, and like he's got his life mm-hmm. savings in there, as do some of the other people that he knows. And that's with with the Beaumont murder, things are kind of up in the air, and he's struggling. So you're gonna kind of see, you're getting to see more of him, and he's not. It's interesting because he's a much more complicated character than you got in the first season. And the first Which season, is good because because it's not like all those people went away. Yeah, like like the sheriff and all the people that Perry pissed off through the whole season, they're they're all still there. Like I thought, I thought I did. I wasn't hoping I would see that, but once I saw it, I was like, yeah, that would have been kind of dumb. Yeah, not to see one of his people that's somewhat of a nemesis from last season. So yeah, it was good to see them flesh them out as a full character. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's good. Um, yeah, I like that we're going to get to see more of him. Uh, some more Hope Davis, who's great. Some more Catherine Watterson, who's great. Um, Mark O'Brien, who plays the uh, Milligan, the uh, prosecutor, who you've seen in other things. Yeah. He was in, I don't know if you, tell me you've seen Halt and Catch Fire. Still Is it because you don't like yourself? Is that why you haven't watched it? I or? think so. Because yeah. I keep, yeah, it, it, the cast is amazing. I've been telling you for years. You won't listen. It's very bingeable. Um, he's also in Ready or Not, Arrival. He's been in a few things. Um, I like him. I think you're going to get more of him. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it's this is God. I love it. it's such a good show, and it's okay. I, I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm excited to see. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, this is one of my go-to shows. I just I haven't got to see the new one yet. Yeah, yeah, no, it comes out on. So it does come out on Tuesdays. It says it came out yesterday. So it was oh, available okay. earlier this morning, but maybe it doesn't come out to like nine o'clock on Tuesdays or something. Gotcha. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. All right. Um, let's move right along then. Uh, so next one, you and I, I just finished this, I think last night. I finally finished, uh, wrapped up because this is a miniseries. I, I didn't know if it was going to be a show or what, but 
It very much felt like a miniseries. Yeah. And that's Daisy Jones and the Six um, on yeah. Amazon Prime. Um, it was phenomenal. Uh, it follows the rise of rock band Daisy Jones and the Six to the 1970s Los Angeles music scene on their quest for worldwide icon status. And what's crazy is they tell you the end at the very beginning, and then you lead up to that point. But even though you know the end, like it's still how they got there is incredibly impressive and the cast is dynamite riley q Isn't sam it? claflin suki waterhouse camilla Mar- maroney um josh Whitten- whitehouse who i had not seen before will harrison who i had not seen before was fantastic the drummer sub- played by sebastian chacon was great like he was my favorite character i think yeah yeah he was pretty great yeah um, i forgot about, forgot about that guy actually yeah uh josh whitehouse he was the brother right he was St. Coughlin's brother, the Dunn brother. No, he is, um, he's Eddie Roundtree. He was the bassist who's very jealous of Billy. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, that guy. Yeah. Okay. Who kind of wanted to go, he wanted to be the famous one, and it, it basically ate him up. You finished it, right? You caught, you finished the whole series? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it basically, it was great seeing the ending of, like, what happened to everybody. And for the most part, everyone yeah. kind of ended up okay. So Riley Q, she... She gets cleaned up, continues to do music. Um, Billy Dunn ends up, it doesn't exactly say what he does, but he apparently ends up pretty happy with his daughter, although Camilla has died. Uh, and he says, well, do what? Yeah. I was just saying, he, I mean, they, they did fine financially. And then he says that he basically, would you say, walked away from music? Yeah. yeah and he decided to make the, the decision, yeah, to walk away literally from the concert. Yeah. And, and, become a, a father and a family yeah. man instead but which he says i and i think he went to rehab first but he said yeah he did it took a ton of work you know rehab yeah <clears throat> working with the family and everything before they accepted me and about 18 months later you know they let me back in the house yeah. and, and became a full-time father and uh <coughs> excuse me and uh and then that's when you get to see that you know the person behind the lens is, is who it is and you're like oh yeah that's it's good his, yeah that was excellent you're like why are these people telling all to this person now? Like yeah. that was, that was one of the few things that through this whole thing, I'm like I, a couple of these characters that we've seen through the series, you're like, would have told this reporter F off. Like, I'm not going to talk about all this stuff. Yeah. And you're like, it, to me, honestly, I had thought about that at one point and uh, I eh. think it was like the third. I mean, it was like, a, it felt like a behind time. the music to me where they all end up talking about it. Yeah, I just remember thinking mainly Riley Cuff's uh, character, uh, Daisy Jones. I just remember thinking like, no, I mean she she's furious about what happened between her and Billy, and, and yeah. why would Billy be involved in it? So well, but, but they, this was like a perfect reasoning why they would evolve. They both been... healed too. Like they were both the same person, and they were burning up, burning themselves up inside, and they had to. That's why they would they couldn't be together is because they would have taken each other down. And they needed to be apart and to heal because, like you said, they were both broken. And that's why at the end, like, if you haven't seen this, of course, we've already done some spoilers. But fast forward, but definitely go watch the show. But at the end, you see that they can finally be together. So that was their happy ending. Yeah, not not, not everybody got it. I mean, it's pretty funny. Uh, I love the, the scenes where Graham Dunn says, you know, Karen told me what I had to, you know, was but gave me the brutal hon- honesty of, 
she would never truly love me. And that's the only way, way I could go on in my life without pining for her forever. Yeah. And then it cuts to Karen. She's like, I didn't tell him the truth. She's yeah. Like, she truly loved him. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's heartbreaking. But she wanted to be, <laughs> but she wanted to be a rock star and they were just going to end up presenting each other because he wanted to be a family man. He didn't well, want to be on wanted, the road and she wanted to yeah. do music and play her music and she didn't want to be a mother. Yeah. 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 But I mean, the fact that she does, because he said, to her right before that you know the, the very last time you see her when he's when she tells him that that yeah. i don't truly love you he says i'll ride or die with you i don't need a family i'll do whatever i need to do to be with you yeah and uh you know rock stars forever and she's like no and like you said like she doesn't want him to pine after her and eventually one day resent her so she's yeah. like yeah, I love you. and yeah that was that was amazing but i i have to say my wife said it like three times uh camilla marone who plays camilla dunn yeah uh Man, what a great actress. She was phenomenal. Yeah, I wasn't... Wasn't she good? She was really good. And when Lauren told me that she was just... She was the most recent person that DiCaprio had broken up with. Yeah, and that she was like a model and stuff. Yeah. I was like, all right, maybe someone threw a bone. Nope, she earned every bit of that. She was phenomenal in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I mean, she yeah, she absolutely killed it. And, um, and I, I, I hate to say it. But my wife, like right before the ending, she just she kept going, uh, like uncomfortable, just like moving around and kept like, uh, uh, and I'm like, what? She's like, they're gonna kill her. Yeah. And I'm like, what? They're like, they're gonna kill her before they even alluded to it at all. And I'm like, why? And they go, because she's the only truly good person. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's a dark way to. And they killed her. <laughs> but the brother, uh, but like, the brother was a good person, like. He just wanted to be a family yeah. man. He was a good person. And even the drummer. The, the thing is, what's crazy is, like, he was the one that I was, like... I think she meant out of the three. Uh, oh, yeah. I got, oh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. But, like, but, yeah. the drummer, you, everyone, like, looked at him like he was, like, this lost soul, didn't really know because he was, like, taking drugs. And at the end, he's like, I, I play music, and I, I'm rich, <laughs> and I travel around the country, and I'm dating a movie star, and I'm going to go... I can go do whatever I want. I can have a beer yeah. in the middle of the afternoon. And he was like yeah. the one that kind of had life the most figured out of all out of all of them, by far. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the way he looks at uh, at Eddie and just goes, "What's going to be enough for you, man? Yeah. So, so you're not the absolute center of the stage. You're on the stage yeah. with the biggest band in the world, and it's still not enough. And you're like, you're like, and and you knew his life would end up exactly the way he did yep. because I mean, uh, uh, Billy Dunn said it to him in the most harsh way. Is just you know, you like not having, you like you like to be picked on because you don't want to have to actually perform. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 because you won't because you're not good enough. You're yeah, like, God, that is, oof, <laughs> like you cut him hard, but. Uh, no, man, at the way it ended for everybody, uh, except Teddy Price, feel really bad for Teddy Price. Uh, he had a, I mean, he had a good life and he died doing what he loved. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I get it. I just yeah. still would like to die old. <laughs> I mean, Teddy was, I want to do what I love, but also die later. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they told but him I'm, don't I'm, work yourself to death, but he, that's what he, he wanted to do. And he yeah. did. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. I, I liked his little closure on the, yeah. uh, Merle, Merv Griffin, Merv Griffin show. That's yeah. right. I was like, it's not Merle Haggard. Who was he? <laughs> Merv Griffin, yeah. Uh, the Merv Griffin show where he's just like, look, I know that nobody will remember my name when I'm gone, but they'll remember the music. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a that's a good way to end it and a good line. And then, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, overall, I mean, just I thought it was amazing. The music was amazing. The, as much as they took from Fleetwood Mac was 
was amazing and the fact that they held it. Uh, I read there was even an article where they're like, we held it as long as we could and we didn't include a Fleetwood Mac song until episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like we didn't want to just be that blatant about it, you know? But it clearly so was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it clearly, clearly was. And, and then, uh, yeah, uh, Tim Oliphant's character came back and was a bigger part yeah. in the last few, like three or four episodes. And I was, I was glad to see that. Yeah, I'm a, the only more part... Tim Oliphant is the best Tim Oliphant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, the only character that kind of threw me but I was glad for 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 the character. I guess to a degree was the Nikki character. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, no, Nikki was uh, uh, the husband that uh, the Daisy Jones married. Oh yeah. Italy. Yeah, it turned out That's to be like garbage. Just Mister Perfect, you know. Yeah. You know, part of a, a what was it? A, a lineage, Kenton lineage. Yeah. Uh, you know, and has castles, and oh, it's a dungeon castle, and uh, he's just like too Mister Perfect. Yeah. You know, agree. So we're just like. All right. Uh, how are we gonna? How are we gonna want her to break it up off of him to get with Billy? Because <laughs> he's too perfect <laughs> in so many ways. And then you see, like, yeah, he just ditches her in the shower. And you're like, yeah. Oh God! What After a, she OD. Garbage. Yeah. yeah. What? What garbage? And he, he's the one who kept pushing her. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, yeah. Know, don't make me do it alone. Yeah. It's like, dude, it, it just woke up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. It was brutal. But, yeah. Uh, Anywho, I, I recommend it to anybody. Everybody. Yeah. I will be recommending it to everybody. It was a really popular audiobook. I remember every time I'd listen to something on Audible or, or yeah. podcast, there were commercials for Daisy Jones and the Six forever. And I was really curious. But I, I have to say, because I'm a huge proponent of audiobooks, uh, because I just don't have time to read anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I drive a lot, and that's just a really great way to kill time. But I don't think it could have been anywhere nearly the same without the music incorporated the way it was. Yeah, I agree. And the series. The songs I mean, were they, so good. They were phenomenal. And mm-hmm. they, I mean, they just, it sounded like the time. That's the best compliment I think I can possibly give it, is it it, it sounded like songs that would have been big hits at the time. And that was, uh, and then the way they incorporated other people's music throughout, uh, some cover songs that they did here and there. Uh, it was just beautiful, man. I thought they did a great job. Yeah. I, I, do you think it wins a bunch of awards? Because it's on the edge of it, it's almost not pretentious enough, <laughs> but it's so great that like I would be shocked if it doesn't. Yeah, I think it'll get. I mean, certainly some costume original music and stuff. Um, oh god, yeah. Definitely. One character I yeah. felt like they didn't really know what to do with was Simone, who kind of came in and out. Like yeah. at first she had a bigger part, but it was like she kind of came in and out. I mean, I was glad she ended up with Bernie. Um, but yeah, it just seemed like they didn't really know what to do with her, and they just kind of brought her in and out. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked that they incorporated what probably was a real thing back then. What you know, like nowadays the NFL calls them morality clauses. <laughs> yeah, where like you have to like you know represent yourself in certain ways. Um, but telling her that like you can't you can't have your girlfriend on the tour. You can't present as as somebody who's yeah. who's gay. Who's gay? Like you have to bottle it up and pretend that you're not to the public, uh, in your songs and in your and the way you present yourself. And she was able to turn down her dream job, uh, so that she could be herself. And it ended up still working out for her later on, but uh, by opening the club with her with her girlfriend and all that stuff. But it was good to see somebody turn it down. You know, that was I think that was the purpose of her character because you knew nobody else would. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else jumped at it, with the exception of the dentist. Who regretted it in a hilarious way later. <laughs> um, I also got to say that it, I, it felt like Hollywood's kind of been trying to push Sookie Waterhouse 
on us forever. I just hadn't I'm seen okay this stuff. You. Yeah, she was great in it. I mean, there was no one that was bad. There's no one like, oh, man, it's this person. Like, everyone was phenomenal in it. I just never seen her anything before. And I knew, like... Oh, really? Yeah. you never seen her? Oh, okay. Yeah, I never saw okay. Bad Batch or, like, some of the stuff she was in. She picks kind of, like, out there mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Not, she I does. mean, not bad or anything. Just, like, trying different things. Uh, but she was really good in that. Oh, she's in the Divergent stuff. Yeah, that's why I haven't seen her. But... I don't think she's a big part of that. Okay. I mean, in fact, I think she's a really, 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 really small part uh, okay. of that. Okay. Um, uh, all right, Andy. Yeah, I've seen her. What's your score? Uh, oof. I would say on this one, I give it probably a, a I give it a nine point five. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I don't know why I'm not giving it a ten. I think maybe because I want more of it. Um, but could be for what it set out to be. I've never seen anyone do it this well. Like, almost famous would be something close, but this was that. But this was still even a little bit different. And that this had like the, the music was great, like everything was great in this. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know I mean, why it's not a ten, but yeah, nine point five seems right. Yeah, I, I think there were like, you know, a couple little things here and there that might have been able to be different. To, yeah, to get it done. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I thought this was this was near perfect. Yeah, this was it was near perfect. Yeah, yeah. and I love listening to the music on the on Spotify. All right. IMDb gives it an 8.1, which is a 9.1 in the real world. Um, and I'm going to give you the two Rotten Tomatoes numbers. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Which do you think is higher? Just tell me that. Ooh. I think this is going to be oh, a tough God. one. I'll give you the numbers. I'll give you that the numbers. Tough. You mull it over. Um, so I'm going to give it to you. All right. 80 and 70. Oh. I'm not. I don't feel good about this. I don't know. This I'm, is a tough one. This ooh, is a really tough say, one. Critics say eighty. Uh, no, uh, the oh. critics say seventy. The audience say eighty. That's shocking. I would have thought ooh. the other way around too. This seems like it would have been, especially since it's coming off like a famous podcast. Um, yeah. This seems like yeah. it would be right. Seems up. like a critic darling. Yeah. Right. That doesn't bode well for the Oscars. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Down. That's a good point because the, the 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 Oscars hate what the people like. Yeah, I, almost out of spite. Yeah, <laughs> <I know. laughs> almost out of spite. There's probably some things they love. And they're like, uh, too many people like it. You know what? I'm gonna go with that down, uh, just to make sure I, I'm not uh, losing it. Yeah, yeah, that's surprising. You know what? I'm gonna blame this one on being sick. If you can't tell by my voice, yeah, uh, I'm not in perfect health, but uh, <laughs> today. But uh, yeah, no, that's that's shocking. I mean, if it were like 82 and 92, I can see the audience liking it more. But I'm surprised the critics were as far down as the 70. Yeah, I know. That's I mean, that's what really throws me more than anything. It like, doesn't, like, yeah. I can't get any details on it. So it doesn't tell me. Usually it says, like, out of this many yeah. reviews. This doesn't yeah. have that. So I'm, maybe I people didn't. not many. I guess, but that's weird because this seems like people would be cheat with the cast it. and, like, what the subject matter is. It seems like people would be all over this. Yeah, I'm cheating and opening it up because it's better on the phone. The, the app is better on the phone. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, let me see. Okay. Yep, 70 and 80. Uh, 97 reviews only for mm, critics. Okay. I mean, uh, I bet 100 a thousand, is, uh, 100 is about reviews. right for critics, and 1,000 is about right for the audience. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm still surprised that it said 70 with that many reviews. That, that just really, that really floors me. 
Yeah. I'm really shocked. I mean, unless there was a couple, you know, ones or something. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, there's a lot of some real negative views. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Oh no, I see what it is. Uh, I should have guessed this, Mister Mister Dan. Uh, the people that are dogging it that are critics, for the most part, not all of them. Some of them have legit issues against the show, but the most of them are that it's not as good as the book. Oh, okay. You cannot compare this to the book. This is a show that was made to be judged as a show. Yeah. Not as the book. I mean, like, everything is not as good as the book. Everything. Everything. That's not, that's <laughs> not true. Um, you say everything's not as good as the book? Ah, uh, Okay. 95% of all books ever made that into a series or whatever. Yeah, that's fair. But Yeah, that's fair. But, uh, you're you're rarely going to find something where the, the movie is yeah, better. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. yeah. But, so I'm, you know what? Yeah, Daisy Jones and the Six lives in the worst of the world. It's a hackneyed fiction. It's only a true story could be and lacks the real talent and hits for, of the musicians. Uh, and lacks the real talent and hits of the musicians it draws inspiration from. Are you kidding me? So it's saying that the music sucks. Uh, okay, this, this person does not. Their their opinions no longer matter. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, that's all right. I'm out. Let's move on then. Uh, that one's got you Let's do in a tizzy. All right, Hot party bottom. down. We got uh, a new episode. We finally got to meet Escapade. Oh yeah, which is yeah. exciting. Yeah, and I, and I was happy too because she's from uh, uh, Santa Clarita Diet. She, oh, she is she? Me. Okay, she's I think she lead. looked familiar, but I couldn't think of who she was. Liv Houston. Oh yeah, I do. Very, yeah, the few episodes yeah. of Santa Clarita that I watched, she was really good in that. She was. I, everyone in that. Except, uh, even Drew Barrymore, I forget. Oh, no, but, she was what made uh, me not want to watch it. Yeah, halfway through it, she got better. Oh, okay. uh, but She's also yeah, in Yellow Jackets, it. which I got to finish that first season. It was really good. Oh, I've never seen it. I The first it. season was interesting, and the second season just came out. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'll give it a out. shot. Um, yeah, Party Down. It, it's crazy that... I mean, it picks up right where it left. Like, it doesn't feel like it m missed a beat. It's so... It's so still so funny and so great, and the people that they added, uh, Zoe Chow, and then you and I are both huge Tyrell Jackson Williams fans. That I mean, they picked up and have been great. Lyric Lewis was uh, Sloan Meets in this. I like Lyric Lewis. She was <laughs> she's from uh, yeah. AP Bio. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It. Uh, I'll say adding Zoe Chow and what's the other gentleman's name? I just Tyrell Jackson Williams. From, Tyrell Jackson. Yeah, yeah, from uh, Brockmire. Yeah. It, it very because they're like like you know I said picking up where they left off right and they've got almost the entire returning uh, cast crew you know writers everything uh, except for of course Lizzie Kaplan and I think Lizzie Kaplan was replaced by Kristen Bell for the final season um, it, back in the old days um, these two characters could have easily clashed with everything that's going on with the with the crew that we like you know that we know and love and they don't at all. Like they, they just yeah. fit perfectly in with this grouping and, 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 you know, adding modern day, you know, jokes to it. And it, and it almost makes me laugh to myself. Like, how did they not have a cook and caterer yeah. in the first three seasons? <laughs> like that seems like a major part of the party, uh, the food. Uh, but yeah, they never, sh I don't, at least I don't remember them ever showing. No, the caterer. I, don't I think they just yeah. had stuff delivered. Yeah. yeah. And cause, uh, cause they would, they would always joke about don't eat food. 
you know, uh, and yet every episode, I think every episode he says, don't eat the food. Yeah. <laughs> they're always eating the food. Between that and always going into rooms they're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. He tells them that every single episode, and yet they do it. It cracks me up. Uh, but yeah, great show. I cannot wait to watch more. Yeah. Is it yeah. one and done season? Uh, Did they say that? I don't know. I, hopefully not. Um, it seems like it's setting up for an end with uh, Adam Scott's character. But this... Okay. Yeah. I mean, we've only got one episode left. There's only six episodes. Oh, my God. That's... That is I hate brutal. that. Oh, my God. I'm going to go back and watch the Luel episode, though. That was one of the funniest. Like, I think I laughed over some of the jokes because it was so good. Yeah, that I hope amazing. they do another one. Six is just not enough, but... Yeah. Mm, all right. Um, moving on. South Park. We've got the new season of that, and um, it's been hit or miss. Cupid Yee was terrible. Uh, the Canadian Worldwide Privacy Tour, Privacy Tour was fantastic. You love the Japanese toilet ones. I thought it was fine. I, I that was one of my favorite episodes. In the last really, years. I thought it was. Yeah, okay. it just hit me. It hit me right. All it right, just hit me fair right. enough. Um, next was the Deep Learning, the Chad GBT one, which was great. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that was good. Then there's the Dick and Bows Hot Dogs. Dick and Bows. Uh, <laughs> Dick and Bows. Uh, that was that was pretty good. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, very topical. And uh, yeah, yeah. And then we've got another episode, Spring Break, that's coming out tomorrow with Mr. Garrison. He's back, and it looks like he's back as like the Trump character. So that'll oh, no. be interesting. Okay, I'm in. Yeah. yeah no, I'm. 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 With the exception of the horrible first episode, I'm yeah. Really the season. Yeah. Yeah. That it's... was just so weird. Yeah, I, I was it was dumb. Like, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, oh no. If they've gone off a deep end or yeah. something. Or, or they pawned it off to someone else to write and do because they've done enough and they just want to keep collecting a check. Yeah. And then it, then it hopped back on board, you know, the next episode from there on out. But, yeah, that one, that was just weird. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that one. I didn't like the other Cupid episodes either, Cupid Me or whatever. Um, GPT was great, though. GPT was great. The Canadian Privacy Tour, Dick and Bones was pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... You, the thing is, the baseline's usually like an eight for a lot of these. Once in a while, it dips a little bit below True. that, but between an eight and a nine. Yeah. So the fact that it's the twenty sixth season, eh, pretty impressive. When the, the some of the big news this week in Hollywood was, you know, because they can do scripts now on ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. They've been having it experiment with writing hit scripts and things like that for movies to see what comes out, and uh, giving it like basic parameters. And uh, Aaron Sorkin is just like. Blasting. Well, it could never do what we can do. It could have never written West Wing. It can't do anything original and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And you're like, all right, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see because well, they're going to do it. Well, you I know th- they're going to do it. I think the South Park, the end of the South Park story is them using JPGBT to tell a South Park story. Go yeah, back exactly. and watch it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's so topical. And yeah, that, yeah, that was, that was pretty, pretty well done. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah. The fun part will be at some point who owns that. Yeah. Yeah. Like if Chat BT writes a movie, who owns those rights? Well, all the other companies are already starting to get into their AI, so it's going to be like Bing is trying to have theirs. Like yeah. everyone's trying to have their own one. Um, so next was uh, the premiere of Digman, which was I was intrigued. I think there's only like a couple episodes. There's only four episodes expected for season one. Boy, that's a lot of trust they have in this thing. Um, but it's the story of a world in which archaeologists are massive celebrities and the coolest people on the planet. And uh, Anthony, Anthony, Andy Samberg plays Rip Digman, who uh, is a disgraced former 
you know, celebrity and the archaeological field. Um, his uh, his sworn enemy is Kane, who is voiced by Goose Khan, who you've seen in a bunch of stuff. Um, Tim Robinson is plays Swooper. The uh, I think Swooper is the the monkey that's on meth. Uh, Mitra yeah. Johari is on right. plays Saltine, his aspiring uh, assistant. Uh, Tim Meadows is Quell Egan, a rich. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what it is, but basically like a very rich person who wants to open a new museum. Uh, Melissa Fumero is going to make an appearance. Clancy Brown, Paul Rust, Daniel Radcliffe, Lauren Lapkus, uh, Harvey Guillen. Dang. That's just the first four episodes, huh? Yeah. Well, there's only four Edgar episodes, Wright. it looks like. Yeah. yeah. It's wow, okay. I, the first episode, I was like, all right. I was ready, kind of, I was kind of ready for it to be a little dumb, but I, it was like, it had some good jokes. It's got a lot of potential. Um, I enjoyed it. Maybe don't show it to your kids. Yeah, which I almost did. Yeah. Uh, whoops. Uh, I will say I've noticed lately that um, uh, IMDb gets the episode numbers wrong. So I would I wouldn't be surprised if there's, you know, like it's getting eight seasons. I mean, I mean eight episodes. Yeah. And they showed the first four, and once they come out, they'll show the others. But um, yeah, because I see. I don't know. I can't. I can't see anywhere exactly how many were ordered, but it did say a, a full season one was ordered. So yeah, I, I bet there's more than four episodes. So IMDb gave it a six point six, seven point six in real, the real world. I, I mean, I would for the first episode, I would say maybe a seven point eight, but I think it has potential to be, uh, in, you know, in the eights. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, I don't. I don't uh, Rotten Tomatoes, the audience gave it a fifty-seven percent. Again, it doesn't tell you how many people. It has no critic. Ratings. I don't know. Give it a shot. I think it's going to hit some people right, and they're going to really enjoy it. And I think some people are like, nah, it's a little too dumb for me. And I get that too. But I think you would. I think you might enjoy it, and I think it's got potential to be even better. Okay. Well, um, it does show there'll be six. Oh. It's going to be a six episodes each. God, IMDb gets worse and worse. Well, yeah, and who? Because I, I show four on the the laptop yeah, version. The, the Rotten Tomatoes actually shows the names of the six episodes. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So Mile High Club is five, and Shakespeare's Last Song is six. Okay. So they're definitely they've at least named six episodes. All right. So, um, but yeah, we'll see. It's not. It's very common, honestly, for comedies to get like six episode first seasons, and then they'll order an expanded second season. Mm. Uh, like Parks and Rec was six episodes. You know, a lot of those shows are are six to start because they're just it's such a huge gamble that people are going to like your style of comedy. Yeah. And it's like, well, they, you see in two episodes quickly, they don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and I already paid for 18 episodes. Yeah. So we can rewrite it after starting episode 19. No way. Like that's, you know, so, uh, yeah. So short seasons are not uncommon. So, uh, all right. I'm going to give it a shot. I haven't got to see it yet, but, but with that cast, I'm going to at least try it. Yeah. I think you would, I, I think you'd probably like it. Um, all right, okay. let's move on. I have not seen this one, but The Night Agent. It's on Netflix. Um, are all the episodes out? Netflix usually does that. It looks like it is. It looks like it all came out they, on March 23rd. There's 10 episodes. There are. Yeah, I finished it. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, like you said, I was sick this weekend, so uh, I, I, I had a lot of time to binge, and I did. <laughs> and uh, I watched The Night Agent. I'm like, you know what? This looks like a dumb thing to watch when I'm sick. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it looks like probably a shoot 'em up mindless blah 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 
Turns out Sean Ryan, uh, who is one of my favorite writers ever. Yeah. For series. I, it used to be one of yours. I don't know if that's still the case, but I mean, he um, hasn't he's done, done anything in a while though. Like, it's been really <laughs> it, good. It's been a bit, I mean, because he's been making so much money for SWAT. Oh uh, yeah. He's on, He's had 119 episodes of it. Oh, my God. So, like, it's hard to... That guy got so many shows canceled that were great. Yeah, that one that was Steve I, Zahn I wanted to watch. Yeah, that I. how can you blame him for not finding cash in yet? You yeah. Know, on one. But, yeah, I mean, between the, uh, you know, he got... He, what is Whistle? Making Nash Bridges an angel. Uh, the, the Buffy spinoff and did yeah. really well. Um, he did the shield, which was obviously monster hit unit was a monster hit with a crazy storyline of why it was canceled. Lie to me was really well received, but only made it a couple seasons. Uh, and then he left, uh, terriers was amazing. Chicago code is amazing. Terriers was Brooks. great. It, yeah. If you haven't seen yeah. terriers, the way they, end, it, it only went one season, but the way they ended, um, it's, chef's kiss. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a, a series finale. It's still worth going back and watching. Like it was a mini series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. He did the, uh, yeah, he did quite a few in a row. The last resort's the only one that was meh. Uh, but I can I I appreciated the premise. It was something I wanted to get into, but I feel like maybe Scott Speedman was thrust upon him. Oh and, yeah, and uh, that was the only. Feeling oh, it had Andrew got. Andre Bauer too. Yeah, I remember Autumn, watching this. Autumn Reeser, Robert yeah. Patrick. A lot of people. It it was okay. It just wasn't as good as it could have been. Yeah. Um, and then and the Mad Dogs, which we loved. Yeah. Um, they get, get picked down, up. That's too bad. Huge. Timeless was a classic. That people still love. Yeah, I don't know timeless? if you know. But, I never watched. Oh timeless. man, do people are still begging for them really? to make another like wrap up movie? It's only yeah, got this a 7. is one of those six on IMDb. Yeah, it's one of those audience favorites where people just keep writing in and writing in and writing in to make more. Eric Kripke uh, did this with uh, who who created Supernatural originally. Uh, and the boys with, does the boys. Yeah, with Sean Ryan. Yeah, and the boys. Right. Yeah. It was Abigail Spencer and Malcolm Barrett, you know, yeah. uh, and, and just several other people that, that are solid. But uh, and the late Ann Worshing forgot about her passing. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, it was really good. So anyway, Night Agent. Yeah. <laughs> reason we got into it. We got into it. Yeah. It, uh, I'll, I'll have to I'll, I'll preface this with my uncle works on the uh, sound editing and mixing. So um I could be a shill, but I'm not. <laughs> uh, I just, the I, I the show was terrible, but the sound uh, editing mixing yeah, is it was 11. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Emmy, Emmy worthy. Uh, the the dark ominous tones. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, it was it was solid, man. Uh, I compared it when I spoke to you earlier about, about uh, to the, the recruit. recruit. Yeah, <clears throat> they came out. Yeah. Now the recruit was you know, and I'll even I'll go even further. Say it's almost like a USA show, mm-hmm. but you know the recruit was at least. Um, but then like every now and then they, they toy with your expectations by like, I think, you know, I talked about the recruit, they rip his fingernails out in the first episode. You're like, Whoa, I was further than they would have gone on USA. Yeah. Uh, And this kind of had that feel of like, this could have been done on a lot of networks and been a network show, but then it just has something that takes up your expectations and not each episode where you go, Oh, well that wouldn't have happened on a network. Or if that had happened, the action would have been really cheesy. And in this case, the guy does this one thing and there's repercussions from it. And then he does this other thing. And that repercussion is something that goes through the whole series. Like it, it's not like Vin Diesel getting hit with a wrench in the forehead and then not being bruised the next episode. Yeah. You know, so um, it's that kind of stuff. And then the leads are a guy named Gabriel Basso. 
uh, who's been in quite a few things that I haven't seen. <laughs> uh, the American Wrestler, uh, the Kings of nah, Hillbilly Eulogy. King, was uh, Kings one. of Summer is supposed to be really good. I've not seen that. I like yeah. I like Super 8. That was kind of fun. King, Kings of Summer is what kind of made him. I remember him for Super 8. When I went back and saw the photos, I was like, oh, yeah, that, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, he, but he's been in a lot of things. But uh, I think this was his first lead. And, and then Lucian Buchanan plays a woman named Rose Larkin. She was great. Because she was the character. This is why I say she was great. She played the character that should have really gotten on your nerves fast. Yeah. You know, like the uh, the person that's taken out of danger by the lead character, but they're like constantly like, no, but we can't leave the cat. Or no, but we can't. And like puts them in stupidly dangerously situations. Yeah. Like for, you know what I mean? For overly moral things to show she's a good person. Yeah. But like, she'd be like, she, they the writing was just so much better. That you're like, oh. Okay, I'm surprised with her reaction to that. Okay, cool. And, uh, yeah, so I, I liked her character a lot. <clears throat> Again, the first couple episodes kind of sets up like any other, you know, it's a CIA whodunit kind of mystery thriller. So um, the, what they have on IMDb is a low-level FBI agent, Peter Sutherland, works in the basement of the White House, manning a phone that never rings until the night it does, propelling him into a conspiracy that leads all the way to the Oval Office. Yeah, and it's uh, uh, a good, good write-up. <laughs> and there's uh, there's some good actors through it all. There's a couple. I don't, yeah, I don't like, know anybody. I don't. There's not anyone I can remember seeing anything. And Enrique Marciano, I've seen in a bunch lately. Okay. Um, uh, Bloodlines. He was really good in Bloodlines. Um, and he was in a. There's a really good series called Tell Me Your Secrets, which you haven't seen that has Lily Robbie and Hamish yeah. from uh, oh, well, well, uh, Legion. Yeah, that's a good actor. Yeah, and he, he's he's done. He was I mean, in Blacklist, Happen Leonard, a bunch yeah. of stuff. Yeah. He's actually really good, and and he was pretty good in this one. But uh, the characters that are really big aren't the biggest names, um, but but the lower level names really pull their weight. Yeah, um, I mean as long as so, it's good acting, I don't care. I don't need to see. I like it when it's someone I don't know. Yeah, it's fine acting, <laughs> but okay. it's good enough writing where you're okay with just fine acting. Okay, you know what I mean. So that's how I think I would preface it. Is yeah, it's it's really good writing. It's fine acting. Uh, but uh, it's definitely worth watching for the heck of it one day. And uh, I know that uh, it's the number one thing on Netflix, and supposedly people really like it. I keep reading that there's good reviews for it, but I haven't looked them up or anything. I mean, I got the IMDb or the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes right here if you want it. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, two numbers are 83 and 67. Oh, 83 is audience. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> But that's about right. Yeah, that's I'd, I'd give it a solid eight. And uh, I will say the only place where you're in a bad situation is it's an eight because I wasn't expecting anything. Now oh, you're okay. expecting a little something. So just go in with lowered expectations. I uh, gotcha. All right. Fair enough. Uh, let's move on. So I did something foolish. Uh, despite oh. HBO telling me for weeks that the new uh, season of Succession was coming, I even got Lauren caught up. On the whole season, the whole show, um, I forgot it came out. And so I've not seen the new episode. Oh, no. I know. Don't worry. I will have caught up and watched that one and the new one by next week. Um, I, I'm i so bummed because I've been looking forward to this for a while, especially since, like, Lauren was catching up. So I watched the last couple episodes of the last season with her. Cause that way I, I was caught up, too, to know what was going on. And the ending of season three is so magnificent that like I've been jonesing for this to finally come. And then I completely 
completely bonked. Really dropped the ball. Yeah, and I'm really mad at myself. But that means well, I get to watch it tonight. Yeah, and they've made so much news off screen uh, as of recently that you almost wonder if it's a PR stunt. Uh, because uh, the main two characters, Logan Roy's... Uh, Brian Cox. Have, Brian Cox, but then what's the son? Kieran Culkin? Uh, no, the other son. Um, Don't you do it. Jeremy Strong? <laughs> yes, yes, Jeremy okay. Strong. Uh, the two of them have been fighting like cats and dogs. Oh, really? Uh, in in the interviews. But yeah, because apparently Brian Cox said something about he has no respect for method acting. Oh, and, yeah, I heard about and that. And Jeremy Strong is very much a method actor. Yeah, he's <laughs> the, like, that's the, some the, American he's... ridiculousness. Yeah, and he, he's... He clearly does it every day, all day on the set. And so they're like, well, this is obviously directed at somebody. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's a TV son. And then he, uh, Jeremy Strong made some comment, you know, to the press when they asked him about it. He's like, you know, he's entitled to his opinion. He's, he's done a lot of things. He's a really great actor. And he had a pretty, it was a pretty good response. Yeah. And then Brian Cox just doubled down with, yeah, it's still shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was like his exact words. Like, it's, yeah, it was just like, it's, it's, it's. It's, it's boring and it's ridiculous, and if you're a good actor, you shouldn't have to do it. Yeah. It's basically what he said, and you're like, good lord, man. Yeah. Uh, seems so like, like, Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, uh, I like both actors. I think both actors are phenomenal, so I don't know. Uh, I, I have no idea which is better, so I'm just okay with it. Yeah. Talking about those shenanigans. Yeah. But, uh, um, right. yeah, this is... I'm excited. I'm excited to watch this tonight. So, the... The information for this episode, as Kendall, Shiv, and Roman hone their pitch for investors in L.A., Logan learns of a rival bid on a long-coveted acquisition. Ooh. I'm excited. It's the last season. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if they don't like each other, that's fine. They don't have to work with each other again. It looks like they're that's bringing right. back a lot of people. Um, Cherry Jones is back. Fisher Stevens is back. Of course, the rest of the cast is all back. Dogmara pops up again because she pops up in everything. Supposedly. Her name does. I never, I never know if I've yeah, seen her. I <laughs> so I asked her, and I'm like, oh, that one was Dogma? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I All know. Right. Yeah, I never really, yeah, you never see her until it's it's then. I didn't realize she was Master of Disguise. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that. So I'll catch up with that. Um, I also need to start, I just haven't had the energy lately. It's been so crazy to start a new, ep- new show, but I do want to watch Lucky Hank. We've got two episodes out now, I believe. Yeah, I just saw episode two today actually uh this morning early uh solid show man it's a solid show so far yeah yeah it's not it's not mind-blowing yeah um but he's a fun actor to watch because he's really good yeah and mariel enos is really good and then um i would say the other person that is kind of stealing the scene she's in for me uh is i remember from silicon valley as the uh the tech ceo she was also famous for two guys growing a pizza place. Oh, Suzanne Cryer. <laughs> uh, yeah, Suzanne Cryer. Yeah. So uh, she's doing a really good job in every scene she's in. I like her. Um, and you know, Dietrich Bader plays. Love Dietrich Bader. Yeah, he, he's like another professor that plays. I think he's a professor uh, that plays uh, uh, Bob Odenkirk's like best friend that he when he finally needs to vent like he vents to him. Uh, but I think he's going to be like a you know. A, a two-minute cameo every couple of every, every oh, episode. I don't like that. Um, yeah, they only show no, for but three it's episodes. Good, though, Cedric Yarbrough, they only show for three episodes. I like him. I like Oscar Nunez for six that. episodes. That's good. I like that. Yeah, he's he's solid in it. So Dogmara I mean, might be in it. 
she could be. She could be the Marielinas character. <laughs> she, she, she could be Bob Odenkirk <laughs> this whole time. She's so method. <laughs> <laughs> she really is. Uh, yeah, man. So uh, anyway, yeah. I, I, so far, I've I've enjoyed it. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of hard to put a finger on what kind of show it is. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it's just it's it's just kind of a day in the life if that makes sense yeah so so it's not you know what i mean so i i don't know enough about where the series is going to go yet to be able to say like what i'm watching you can just tell it's a critical darling like it's going to get nominated for everything i can already promise that. okay well i was going to ask do you want to try and do it's only two episodes in so it might be too early do you want to try and guess the rotten tomatoes I, I would have no idea what they would put, but I'll just say critics would like it more. Yes, you are correct. This is going to be a critical darling. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to know the scores? I mean, you'll know. This, yeah, go ahead. All right. So the audience is 72. The critics okay. are 95. That's You know what? That's really fair. I mean, because on a, on a technical level, the writing and the acting <clears throat> storytelling has been great. Yeah. But from an audience point of view, it really hadn't told us what the season's going to be about yet. Okay. So I, I can I can totally understand that. I, I would be okay with either score. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, I mean, my personal score for the show right now would be, like, if you if you made me, like, nail something down, I would say it's an 80, but I want the, but I hold, <laughs> I want to be able to hold judgment till the end and be able to say, you know what, change my mind, it's a six. You okay. Know, just, right. on, just on where the story's going to go, because that could have a lot to do with how much you, you enjoy it. All but right. So Fair. far, so good. Fair enough. Um, all right, so Friday. Uh, if you've got, yeah. I had th- I had three hours to. I barely was able to get this in because we. I was having uh, some people over um, later that evening, but um, I jo- I got in just in time to see John Wick Four. I've been wanting to see it. It's three, two hours and forty nine minutes long, um, and then of course Regal started the movie late, so it didn't start for like it didn't start for like thirty almost thirty minutes after the movie was supposed to, and then you've got all the previews. I'm like, good God. It was so ridiculous. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but John Wick was, I mean, its it was fantastic. I, the first one was so good because you didn't know what to expect. The second one was good because it was kind of more of the same. The third one, I thought, took a step back. Um, yeah, I agree. And then, the ending was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And then, so here's the thing. So this one is phenomenal, but there's a few of those things where he falls, like, and like oh, he should have been dead, or he shouldn't, like, like he he he, yeah. groan, growing gro- groaningly gets up, but mm-hmm. like you're like all right, he probably shouldn't have hurt where, there. He, where he has no business getting up. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it was phenomenal. The fight scenes, the fight. Of course, it's two hour, almost three hours long because some of the fight scenes are like thirty to forty five minutes, but they're all amazing. Um, yeah, it it's and there's there's some ridiculous parts. Don't get me wrong, but. It was a lot of fun. Like, if you like the first two, I think you'll like this one a lot. Uh, Bill Skarsgård was phenomenal as the big bad in this. And you know he would be. Yeah, he was so <laughs> yeah, excellent in it. Donnie Yen. Did Donnie Yen go blind and no one told me in real life? Because he keeps playing all these blind badasses. <laughs> I know. So, uh, just so you know, there are talks of a Kane spinoff. Really? Ooh, that's interesting. Because I thought he was in trouble for like towing the China China company like party line lately, and so they weren't wanting I mean, to use him for stuff. I mean, why wouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's Chinese. Yeah, uh, all his money comes from him making movies in China. Yeah, and if you say one bad thing about China, you're not allowed to make movies in China. Yeah, 
I mean, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Uh, I, I know that he made the news because he correctly uh, said no to several things in Rogue One um, about like like where they were just making blatant Chinese stereotypes for his character. Oh, yeah. Like his name was supposed to be Chang. Oh, and he yeah. said, no. Like, I'm not going to play a character named Chang. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Ching Chong Chang. Yeah, it's Star working. Wars. No one you has know? a normal name. Yeah, and they wanted him to do all this stuff that was going to be, you know, blind sensei. And he stuck with the blind, but he's like, <clears throat> just a bunch of this stuff, we're going we're gonna to have normal human reactions to things, not Chinese stereotype reactions. And to his defense, Gareth Edwards said, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, and he took all his notes and changed everything he wanted to change. And from what a lot of people said, based on the original script, script uh, it was better for it. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame the dude. So I, I'm definitely gonna watch John Wick Four. Yeah. There's no maybe. There's no maybe. Yeah. I'm going. Uh, love me some Keanu so much that I don't care if it's bad. No, it's, go but it's it. not. Like if you like the first one, it's still yeah. so. Oh, the only thing though is remember how like, and I think the second one, they're like. Oh, it's a suit made of like Kevlar weave, whatever, and like it could help deflect some bullets. They're basically shields now. It's basically like plus thirty body armor. Um, yeah. So heads <laughs> up on that. Yeah. <laughs> There's some parts are like, oh, that seems unnecessary. But um, but yeah, everyone's great in it. Lance yeah. Reddick, R.I.P. Oh, that's so sad. But uh, he was good in yeah, it. Yes. Ian McShane, of course, was great. Lawrence Fishburne, of course, was great. Clancy Brown was a neat addition. Uh, Bill Skarsgård stole every scene that he was in. Um, Shamir yeah. Anderson, who I feel like I've seen in stuff before, and looks super Ooh. familiar. But I mean, I'm looking at the stuff, and I have not seen the stuff he was in Stowaway. But that got bad reviews, so I didn't end up seeing it. But he's really good in it, and I, he kind of—I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of like takes up the John Wick mantle. Maybe I don't know. Um, okay. okay. Yeah, Haruki Sonata, oh. of course, is amazing in it. Um, he's one of our favorites. Yeah, it was just... Shamir in Awake. Did you ever see Awake? No. It was not great, but it was also not nearly as bad as people said it was. Uh, it was another one of those I'm sick on a Sunday kind of a thing. Yeah. That was on Netflix. But he's in Goliath. I I remember from that. I don't Uh, know. It's been so long since I've seen Goliath. But I really liked him. I thought he was... His character was really cool. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's excellent. Do you want to know the, the, the ratings? No, 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 no. Don't tell me the rating. Okay. I, I will tell you I, this. They're all exactly the same. Yeah. Oh. I've yeah. never seen where all three ratings are exactly the same. Yeah, that is that is shocking. Yeah. It, be good. it might be the it first be movie thing. ever where all three of them are exactly the same. America finally agrees on something. <laughs> he likes watching Keanu kick ass for three hours. Yeah. And I, and I just, before we move on to this, I just have to say, because it was just worth a laugh to me. And, and then I had to stop and think and get a little sad for a second because... Uh, I I let my kid watch his first R-rated movie this week. Oh, yeah. Um, because I knew there wasn't uh, sex or gratuitous violence. And I was like, I, I know he can handle the, the quote-unquote peril <laughs> that it says is the reason for the R. So we watched Speed with Keanu Reeves. Oh, Reed. that's an excellent. Yeah, that's a great a, foray yeah. into an R-rated movie. Yeah, and like there's a couple, you know, your must had to have mad, but like, dude, he goes to school. He hears way worse in school. <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, way worse. And uh, so, yeah, so I let him watch it. So we, we had a great time watching it. And uh, I mean, even like, I want to say 25 minutes into the movie, he goes, is this whole thing going to take place on a bus? <laughs> and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> and then, uh, well, 
<laughs> and uh, by the end, he's just like, "That was amazing." <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, yeah, I'm glad you finally got to watch your first, uh, you know, great Keanu Reeves movie." And he just looked at me and he's like, "Like you are so stupid." And I'm like, "What is this look?" He's like, "Dude, that is obviously not Keanu Reeves." <laughs> and I'm like, "What do you mean it's not Keanu Reeves? That's Keanu. You just watched the whole movie of Keanu." <laughs> and he's like, "No, we didn't." He never showed up in it at all. Where was he? Was he one of the cops in the background? Like, he thought I was so stupid for thinking Keanu was in that movie. And I had to go, like, still frame Keanu and then, like, slowly age him up by showing him other pictures of Keanu all the way up to John Wick. And then he's like, oh, my God. That's the same guy. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm old. (laughs) Because... A young Keanu makes no sense to this generation. They only see ragged, long-haired, disheveled Keanu. That's the only one they've ever known. That's funny. And uh, oh my god, that just blew my mind. I just I laughed and then I cried and then I laughed. But uh, I was like, oh god, I'm so old. <laughs> but yeah, Keanu, man, dude, dude was a beast. Do you remember how big he got in that movie? And and speed. He, he I mean, jacked, yeah, he dude. was. I mean, he was in good shape when he was in uh, Point Break, which is one of the greatest movies ever. Yeah, yeah, he was really good in that, but I'm telling you, he was even more jacked than Speed. No, he was, he was, he's, he's a spot agent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah. The, the director of all the John Wick movies, Chad Stahilski, who uh, got his start as a stuntman, um, he, oh my God, he's got like ten. I love him. Uh, upcoming <laughs> movies that he's going to be the director of. Some I'm really so he's going to do a Gangsters of Shanghai. It looks like is it's in pre-production. That's next. Yeah, that's based on a, known a for real first. book. What he's known for? Well, he's, the only thing yeah, he's, yeah. he's directed is the John Wick movies. Okay, and but he was the stunt coordinator for Deadpool Two, uh, oh, Wolverine, he, Red Two, Man of Tai Chi. Yeah, Expendables. He, he, which, which to be fair, the Expendables was great action. Yeah, being like a Tron team. Legacy, Faster Iron Man Two, yeah. yeah, Jumper. Which Jumper? It was not the greatest movie, but I enjoyed it. The action was solid. Yeah, uh, I, my, my son and I watched that. I thought it was a cool idea. Ago. Yeah, and it was it was solid. The, the action that they did have was good. So I am worried um, about this. So they're doing a Rainbow Six movie. All right, cool. Um, but it's Michael B. Jordan as John Clark, which sounds awesome. But we I saw the last one he was John Clark in, yeah. and I couldn't make it through the movie. It was so bad. In fact, I would guarantee you that that's probably not in the works. Thank God. I know it says in production, but I well maybe they make they pivot and just make it. There's. Sorry. I was say there's in development and there's in production. In production yeah. usually means it is officially in some way being made. But yeah. I'll tell you this much right now. There's no such thing as a director that has eight movies in production. Yeah. That oh, doesn't exist. Well, never 11. has, never will. He's got 11. Yeah. In production or in development? It, uh, upcoming. It just says upcoming. Like he's listed for yeah, on, 11 on, different things. On the phone app, it says that there's eight in production. Oh, Vice I City, see. Rainbow yeah. Six, Highlander, Ghost and... Yeah, Tsushima? pre-production Tsushima. Highlander, pre-production yeah. Ghost of Tsushima, which is actually like an amazing video game. I'm really excited to see him do that. And I think, I think in this movie he used colors very well to kind of like mm-hmm. get ready for that. Almost, I think that might be his next one is Ghost of Tsushima because that's it was a huge video game and fantastic. Okay, interesting. Well, Sandman Slim is one people love. I remember that. Yeah, and, uh, that's in production. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see anything else, though, that's got uh, a cast attached yeah, to it, I know. except for it does show uh, Henry Cavill uh, cast in his Highlander remake. 
Which Makes I'm here sense. for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so here. If there can only be one, he's the one. Yeah. <laughs> he can right. represent humanity going forward. Uh, yeah. All so right. Nothing else has yeah has a cast member yet. Well, so. get to this is we're seeing in the theater. This movie, it's it's a lot of fun. You I'm can sure. watch it. You can watch it at home. I mean, you've got the big projector, so you, but but it's 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 a good it. It's just really fun action for three hours. And there's one. And they're scene. cinematic. I, I'm, I'm they are. Sure. Yeah. And there's one scene which is he's in this like I guess it's an abandoned apartment or something, but the camera is like up above. And so you're not seeing like ceilings and stuff. They took all the ceilings out, but the walls are still there. And you see him like moving through, and it's one of the coolest scenes in the entire movie. And that's saying something because there are a lot of really cool scenes. Okay, awesome. Yeah. All right, awesome. that is everything we have for this week. We will try and come back with the coming soon news, trailers. There's a lot of trailers, not a ton of coming attractions, but the stuff that is coming out to the theater this week is fantastic. Basically, there's something just about we're seeing every single week so that is oh it's finally here i'll get to use and i'll be back with more voice (laughs) (laughs) so there's that uh uh, until next time catchphrase with your tort